Greetings, Mary Meet. Welcome to our little cottage in the forest of the internet. You're listening to Country Dwellers Podcast with Marilyn and Runa. Walk with us on our path as we illuminate spirituality from the pagan perspective. Welcome to our Country Dwellers podcast. Hello, you beautiful darlings. I'm Marilyn. And I'm Runa. <laughs> As you can tell, we're getting a little bit of a summertime fever going oh. on here, and we are ready to go out there and play. This is one of our last blasts before our summer hiatus coming up. But do not worry, my loves. We will be back in the fall with a new season of podcasts and maybe even some new features. Teasy, teasy. So stay tuned. Yes, so keep talking to us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and email us at info at countrydwellers.com. And tell us what you want to see for season two. Yes, please do. In the meantime, we're going to do the tarot card of the week. Yes, hold on. Let me spread these out a little bit. Mm-hmm. There we go. I think we need something with fire to it today. Well, you asked. You did receive. <laughs> Have we had this sexy man? Hmm. Who is it? Prince of Wands. Yes, once. Okay. All right. So he'll be on a little side note here. He is a wonderful, wonderful card, though. I do Mm -hmm. enjoy him very much. Mm -hmm. All right. So pick another one. (sighs) Okay. We've had that one before. Three times now. Three of swords. Three times. Yeah. Ooh, we're getting like a whole reading here yeah, today. No fucking shit. Well, you knew it was going to happen eventually, <laughs> right? 44 <laughs> podcasts. Come on. Okay. All right. I think we've had the four of cups before as well. Let's see. No, sir. We have not. We okay, have not awesome. had the four of cups. Brand new. Awesome. And it is in... in reverse. 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 Okay. So... You know, I keep laying these down, and then I forget that I need to do a reading on them. Okay, so, first of all, we got the Prince of Wands coming into play. Your wands are your southern direction. They are your fire element, their transformation, creativity. They are passion, sex, all of those wonderful things, okay? And princes are all about initiating. They're about taking that action, And no longer, you know, thinking about, oh, this is what I want to do, blah, blah, blah. This is about, okay, it's time to get that shit going, all right? Yeah. Then you have your three of swords coming into play, which is, she's upright. And your swords are your eastern direction. They're your air element. They are your communication. They are your spiritual connection, your divination, ancestry, things like that. So the three of swords, when that comes into play, it's normally talking about a heartbreak or a sorrow, but this is playing out differently because this is now a three-card spread. So yes. we're going to be reading these together in a minute. Our last card that came up is our Four of Cups, and your cups are your water. They are your emotion. They're Western. They're springtime. Look at his sexy tattoos. I know, right? He's pretty cute. Mm -hmm. And when the Four of Cups comes into play, he's a reminder, hey, you are seeing the big picture, but you're missing a lot of the smaller beauty, okay? So because he's in reverse, he means something a little bit different. 
front. Mm -hmm. So now we're just going to go ahead and we're going to do our spread reading. All right. So very, very simply put, these cards put together are you need to initiate releasing yourself from something that is bringing you deep sorrow Mm -hmm. by using your communication and your spiritual connection to draw in that strength once again from the Prince of Wands. Okay. And so you need to initiate the release of this sorrow that's bringing you down because in reality, you are starting to see a lot of the smaller issues that are emotionally feeding into this sorrow Mm. that you once chose not to see Mm -hmm. but now you're seeing them so use those smaller emotional aspects the emotional things that are coming into play take notice of them Mm -hmm. and I don't want to say use them to feed the sorrow, of course not, but I need you to to use them to help you acknowledge that they are definitely a part of what is causing you this sorrow. Mm. And then take initiative to transform and maybe burn those ties. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And where are we at right now? Okay, first of all, we're in sign of Scorpio. Waxing we're gibbous. in waxing gibbous right now. This is the moon of endings so boom there you go i mean we read this from prince two cups and from cups back to prince again so basically what these cards are telling you is you've got some emotional sorrow happening right now you need to acknowledge it maybe verbally acknowledge it too because sometimes we don't really acknowledge it until we say it right so in essence this spread take into acknowledgement the little sorry the little sadnesses that are happening that are feeding the main sorrow that's going on with you right now and instead of letting it drag you down use it as a strength use it as kind of a catapult an initiator to transformation and instigating of change i like it boom there you go i like it boom boom and boom and it's always so weird. We, we've done this 44 times now. And we always feel like the cards are talking to me. <laughs> but we get tons of comments from folks going, oh my gosh, that I needed to hear that reading today. That message was for me or whatever. And that's absolutely true. Because even though... I can say, oh, this is the situation in my life that these cards are speaking to. There's someone else out there who has a situation that's totally different, but they need to initiate that change. They need to release that sorrow and they need to start anew. Yes. And start looking at the bigger picture. Right. Rather than letting all the little things keep you down. You know what I'm saying? But I have to say I carry a little bit of guilt because I feel like sometimes the cards, especially in the last few months, have been telling me the same fucking thing. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, Divine, I get it. I'm doing my human best. (laughs) Of course. And... (laughs) 
I think that sometimes spirit, card, divination, whatever you want to divine download, whatever you want to call it, I think sometimes it continues to give us that repeated message, not as saying, hey, you're not doing a good job at this, but sometimes too coming in to say, hey, you know what? You are on the right path. Mm, and if you are wondering true. at if you're wondering at all, am I done with this path? Cards and divination are coming in and saying, you know what? You're doing so great. You're on the right path. You mm-hmm. got to keep fledging forward on this path. And in today's, so don't take it so defensively, Scorpio. <laughs> Well, no, but also, depending on what the situation is, you know, it may have not been created overnight. So it's not going to be released overnight. Exactly. So I know the logical part of my brain is all like, (laughs) you're, you're doing the work, you're getting there, keep on it. Like you said, you're on the right path, keep heading down that that road but at the same time the emotional part of me is like I want this to be over right now of course we just want to wipe ourselves clean I of want it. this to be done I want I want to start anew I want I want that four of cups to wash over me with relief and right I, and I get that 100% but if we jump in that in that shower too soon sometimes the water's too hot and sometimes it's still too cold oh sure so we need for things to be just right for that final release to come and it takes it takes sometimes a long time of work to just do call that. me goldilocks yeah you know i like things <laughs> just right what's going on with the witch's almanac this week you best have all your veggies planted right now uh-oh uh-oh especially for us in the pacific northwest however you can wait until after father's day to put out your basil mm. but everything else should be in the ground and you should be telling your veggies go veggies go grow <laughs> grow grow keep watering keep weeding mulch where necessary and watch the produce come racing in. About this time, your peas should be going gangbusters. Your lettuces should have given you many harvests already. Your radishes, you replanted them, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, and if you're lucky, your strawberries and rhubarbs are hot right now. And Cauldron Cooking is going to feature those. Mm. Mm-hmm-hmm. So that's a little that's a little green witchery for the almanac today. Love it. Love it. Moon cycles, my love. Well, tonight we are in our second quarter, waxing gibbous moon phase. The moon of endings. Not yet mother moon, but past maiden moon. So she's kind of like, you know, upper teens, 20s. Mm-hmm. Right now, you know. <laughs> It is definitely time to tie off your loose ends. Welcome patience. Jesus, this moon could not be more fucking fitting to what you were just... And prepare for full moon energies of release and healing. This moon is calling in our heart chakra. Bum bum. Yes. It's time to look inward at your wants and needs, not the wants and needs of other people. Yours. We put those to the side far too often, I believe. This week, our moon sits in the astro sign of Scorpio, a wonderful feminine water sign. The scorpion with a very hurtful sting when they want to use it upon you. Just don't fuck with us and everything's good. (laughs) You sound like my husband right there. (laughs) 
Totally. That being said, Scorpios also come with such things as creative, as a creative, genuine, and imaginative mind, a passionate and emotional sense of being with their intense yet subtle persistence infused with just a little bit of manipulation and possibly a play on words. <laughs> I you know have no it's idea true. what you're talking about. <laughs> it's true. None at all. A Scorpio can get pretty much whatever they set their sights on, and that is no shit. But with an obstinate and unyielding way about them, it can be very hard to get through to them. Give them a minute. Let them think about it. Do not force your hand. I promise you it will be worth it. I have found being married to babe that <laughs> if I try and force shit upon him, him he's he puts that instant wall up and it's the Scorpio wall and it is no I'm not going to do anything that you say even if I know it's correct I'm just not going to do it but if I say something and then you know just give him a minute to think about it most of the time he's gives in to me and goes my way. So he'll say all the time. I'm just going to say most of the time. Scorpio's ruling planet is Pluto, the ancient god of the dead, the netherworld, the ruler of regenerative forces, and the beginnings and endings in life. The aspects that Pluto is bringing to us are a feeling of empowerment, a shift, a change, or even a transformation to one's life. A literal dawning of a new day comes with Pluto, energy shedding light on things hidden in the depths of your subconscious, releasing your dormant forces, and an eruption of suppressed energies. Pluto comes and wipes the slate clean, and sets a new foundation for growth. Those cards couldn't have come at a more apropos time, I well, believe. that's good. Absolutely amazing. Scorpio's element is water, represented by the color blue, and comes from the direction of west. Sits in the season of fall. Water, one of life's necessities. Without it, nothing could live. And in the Pacific Northwest, we have an overabundance of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except in the summertime. Right. And it doesn't rain at all. And that's when our water barrels come into play, right? Yes. Water is a needed source in spiritual regeneration. It represents cleansing, healing, the subconscious, purity, psychic ability, and connection, and love. Also, um, it represents the divine feminine. It comes to us as the emotional aspect. Water is infusing us with intuition and mysteries of self. Water is the fluidity, the flow of love, compassion, family, life, and magic. We contain the energy of water within us as our bodies are mostly comprised of it. In the tarot, water is represented by the cups. The summary of all this, get down to the nitty gritty of your feelings and challenges in your life right now. This will reveal the true fears that are subtly peeking out at you. Do your best to let go of the need for control. Like water, just try and flow with the emotions and truths that are going to face you. (laughs) 
joy. I mean, all of us. <clears throat> this is a great time to pull back from frustrations in our lives because, you know, it being a Scorpio moon, you can definitely pop off with something mean said or a reaction that you want to take back later on and unfortunately you can't. So take take a step back from those frustrations right now. Take a breath and look at things from a different perspective, from that higher perspective. You can decide where you want to go next in your life for your best and highest good. This is a wonderful time for that. So the stone this week that I chose is Beryl. And Beryl teaches you how to do only that which you need to do in that time and place. Mm. So you're not like being taken over here a second and then, oh, never mind, I need to do this over here. And, you know, Um, it's the perfect stone for dealing with a stressful life and giving you the ability to shed unwanted emotional baggage. So this also goes with the cards this week. Very good. Very good. It helps you receive guidance regarding the next step in your life path. Beryl helps you realize your full potential. It's often used as a crystal for crystal balls, which I did not know until I read up on this. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it comes in different colors. Right. That's what I'm learning. This stone opens and activates the crown chakra and solar plexus chakra. Beryl enhances courage, relieves stress, and calms the mind. With Beryl's ability to filter out distractions and reduce overstimulation, which would be, I think that this stone would be a wonderful one for people with ADD, ADHD, mm. things like that, you know, because it it does it helps to filter out distractions and reduce overstimulation. It encourages a positive view of the world. It reduces the need to overanalyze things and helps you to not be overcome by anxiety. Beryl also reawakens love for yourself and your partner. Nice. So, question of the week this week. What is your favorite form of divination? Mm. What's your favorite form of divination? I have so many. It's hard for me to choose. I mean, my go-to is always the tarot. Yes. But probably next is fire scrying. I love fire scrying. It's Mm -hmm. fucking amazing. So whatever form of favorite divination you have. And then tea leaves. I've never done the tea leaves. Oh, I've been getting back into it now that I'm drinking more tea again. Nice. Very nice. Whatever your favorite form is, this moon is a really wonderful one to do divination because it is Scorpio water moon. Sweet. Yeah. So take that. The magic to be done this week is I want you to take that favorite form of divination and use it to help you bring confirmation to the emotional aspect that you need to release the most because it may not be the one that you think you need to release mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and look forward to the full moon on tuesday may 29th in the sign of sag the beautiful sagittarius what's going on with the wheel of the year this today while everyone is listening to this podcast this week i will be out sailing for a few days nice to bring in summer with something new i challenge all of our listeners to do the same. Learn something new this summer. It can be something big, like learning a new language. I'm working on French, actually. That's very cool. Or something small, like how to cook a new recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Smart ass. But set a goal from this week until the fall equinox to have something new learned in your life. 
And there's going to be a quiz when we come back for season two. Now she's dropping some fucking quizzes, man. (laughs) Homework, baby. The fuck? I know. Are you done? I'm sorry. I totally interrupted. (laughs) I just want to say the energies of the wheel of the year right now are ripe for learning something new. Yes, they are. You just need to set your intention, make the time for it, and then get to work. I agree with that. I agree. I know that I'm really excited because I am learning aerial yoga. I'm getting my teacher training certificate for it. I'm really excited about it. it what is aerial yoga? I don't when, understand. Oh, okay. Have, have you ever been on Facebook and seen the commercials for the, it's called a yoga trapeze? Mm-hmm. Okay, so aerial yoga oh, is... Oh, like with the silks and the yes, stars Yes, something like that. Oh, but it's okay. almost like you're doing yoga in a hammock. Kind of. Nice. So you can do a lot of different positions. Like a lot of people that can't do a handstand in yoga position can use this to actually do a handstand. Sweet. To increase that circulation and things like that. So a lot of it, I believe, is good for those with back issues and things like that because... Or bad army knees. Exactly. Because the hammock, I'm going to call it a hammock, is taking that pressure off. Cool. And you can hang. It's really, really beautiful. Yeah, I see a lot of sailors. They have the silks from some of their rigging. Ah. And they can do the yoga, the aerial yoga that. on the boat. I, love I didn't know that. they called it aerial yoga. I just thought yes. it was... Yes, it's called aerial yoga, and I'm nice. going to be able to teach it after this. So I'm so, so excited about it. That is very exciting. So for our Pagan Connection this week, we want everyone to go and make a friend with a fellow Pagan. Yes. Right? Wouldn't mm-hmm. you like to be in my neighborhood? <laughs> I had to call it out because I love him. <laughs> So go out and say hi to the gal that works at your favorite crystal shop or your favorite occult bookstore. Message someone you notice commenting on the Country Dwellers Facebook page, Instagram, or Twitter. Greet them with a merry meet and give them a virtual blessing. Let's see what kind of connections we can make between now and fall. You're going to be making all kinds of cool new connections. Yes, as people are listening to this podcast I will have completed my certification training and I'm just waiting to see if I passed I'm so excited for you so excited certification for for sailing yes Mm -hmm. yes I'm so excited Mm -hmm. this is selenite by the way oh my god! if you were testing me that's selenite I was looking, when we had selenite a few weeks back, I was looking through all my stones, and here I had this whole sphere of it. Well, I need to tell you, though, this one is kind of deceiving because it's a more clear selenite, Mm. So, which is why you might have looked at it, or somebody might look at it and think that it might be quartz, Mm. but it's not. It's selenite, and it's absolutely beautiful. I'm looking at so many different rainbows and sparks coming back at me, which is one of the reasons I love selenite spheres mm-hmm. because the inside minerals dance a lot differently than when you just have a slab or a brick or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's hard to find a selenite sphere that isn't iridescent, mm-hmm. which I love the iridescence, but in the same token, I love the clarity of this one. 
because it really lets the rainbows and the different grades of stone dance inside. I so I really like that. Because it looks like two sides of the moon. Exactly. Right? It's really cool. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And selenite is a great one for your angel connection. So that's a wonderful, it's a wonderful divining stone. Yes, it'll probably end up in one of my witchy grab bags on the swap meet page. Whoever gets it, put a candle by it because you're going to see the different rainbows flare out and it'd be a really good one to use for crystal scrying. Yes. Mm-hmm. For I, sure. I know that's what my, my mom-in-law used it for. So. Yeah, it's a really nice one. I like mm-hmm. it. So what is going on with cauldron cooking? Well, like I said in the Witch's Almanac, we're going to be featuring strawberries and rhubarb, and we're making a strawberry rhubarb pie. Mm. You're going to need one and a half pounds of rhubarb. And let me tell you, that's not hard to do. You want to cut them into uh, less than an inch long pieces. And you want about five to six cups total. Hmm. So with my rhubarb plant, my heritage rhubarb plant that I have, you're talking about a couple of stalks to make five to six cups. It's super easy. I tend to stay closer to about four and a half cups because I like a less tart pie. But if you like more tart, like if I'm cooking the pie just for my husband, I do this whole six cups because both he and boy like something a little bit more sour. Ah. Then you need two to two and a half cups of sliced strawberries. And you want fresh because frozen will release too much water. Mm. So fresh rhubarb, fresh strawberries. If you can only get your hands on frozen sliced strawberries and frozen sliced rhubarb, you're going to need to let it drain in the sink and completely thaw out and then push as much water out as you can. So there's not going to be as much texture to your pie, but you totally could do it and it's still yummy. Good. Then you need a half a cup of almond meal. You can use cornstarch if you have an almond allergy or you're just not a fan of almond meal, but I have moved away from using things like cornstarch because it's super, super hard on the stomach and your digestive tract. And we had talked last week about good healthy gut and your gut being the second brain of your body and cornstarch does some funky things to it so (laughs) one teaspoon of finely grated orange zest plus one tablespoon of orange juice coarse salt two tablespoons of unsalted butter cut into pieces one large egg lightly beaten for egg wash totally optional you don't have to do the egg wash but it does make the pie look absolutely beautiful and then sugar for sprinkling this is optional i use coconut sugar Ah, your call. My secret ingredient, which obviously is not secret anymore, but unlike my mom's recipe and the other matriarchs in my family, I add a generous shot of whiskey. You could use your favorite bourbon or rum if you like. So I love Mischief Whiskey, which is a local distillery here in the Seattle area. And your favorite pie crust recipe. Everyone has their own favorite, so I'm not going to bore you with pie crust recipes. You now, can find them everywhere. When it comes to a certain kind of pie crust, like what you wouldn't use like a graham cracker crust on, on the rhubarb pie. No, you're you? going to need uh, an actual pie crust, gotcha. pliable flour pie crust. And I, my go-to is lard. Sorry folks, it's actually good for you, but you can use Crisco if you like, or butter. Some people prefer butter pie crust. I use lard. There is no better pie crust if you use lard. And I rent 
hand. I, for years, have rendered my own lard, so that's what I do. You can find the recipe on our Cauldron Cooking page at countrydwellers.com. And get to bacon, ladies and gents. Nice. I like that. So, I got to pick witchy self-care this week. <laughs> I got her back for making me do the spell of the week last week. <laughs> And you know what? To be quite honest with you, it took me a minute. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to sit down and think about what witchy self-care. And so what that message related to me was, bitch, you do not take enough witchy self-care. Or else you just, <laughs> you'd be like, hey, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? So because it took me a minute, I was like, huh, I think I need to practice what I preach. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for witchy self-care this week, I would like to talk about taking a moment to journal right before bed. And I can't remember if we've talked about this before. I'm a morning pages person. I do my journaling in the morning. See, I like doing it at night because... As long as it works for you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because this gets my thoughts of the day out of my head and onto the pages. Mm-hmm. And also, I kind of, even though it's in my journal, I kind of journal my to-do for the next day as Mm. well and then that way that gets that out of my head too therefore assisting me and hopefully you to have a more restful sleep Mm -hmm. because when I have all those thoughts going on in my head and all those to-dos going on in my head which I already have enough going on in my head I can't sleep. Mm -hmm. So for me to sit down and write about what had happened that day. And by the way, if I don't write about it at night before I go to bed and then I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll just write about it tomorrow morning or whatever. Fuck, I forget. And then I get so busy the next morning that I don't have time for that, you know? So I like to sit in bed at night and write in my journal, get my thoughts out. And it it really does help me relax and allow Mm. me to sleep. Yeah, so if you're a night owl like Marilyn... I totally would agree with journaling at night. Some of us, however, at the crack of 9.30 p.m. are falling asleep in in our nightcap. So I do my journaling first thing in the morning, but it does the same thing. It It clears my head, it grounds me, it focuses me for the tasks of the day. But I also get up at Oh, dark 32. So, and the first thing that I do is I, I sit down and journal with my cup of coffee and I just, you know, get it out and I do the same thing. I make little lists or I grumble about the fact that the men in my household are big giant grumps and are at each other's throats (laughs) and the testosterone is flying. Neither one of them listens to the podcast, so it doesn't matter. You can say whatever you want. But yeah. I mean, it is, and it's a great tool, and I I don't know if, I think I mentioned this either last podcast or the podcast before, sometimes in those morning pages, I'm writing a spell, I'm manifesting energy, whether it's positive or negative, and so I have learned that as I'm, I'm journaling, that that pen, that energy, it is putting out energy into the world. If I have a problem, and I'm like, what am I going to do about X. Oh, hell and, yeah. And, and I just kind of talk it, you know, talk it through, like, out loud. You're, you're thinking out loud, but it's on the page. It's in ink. It's in black and white. And you say, well, I could do two ABC, or I could do XYZ, or maybe I just let it ride. Whatever. That puts out energy, and sure enough, Source is going to come back to you and say, you know what? A solution A is not too bad. Solution Z is not too bad. But you know what? I really want you to just let it ride right now and let, you know, the problem solve itself 
yourself out. Because sometimes... Sometimes it does. There's, I, I tell you what, I've noticed this a lot about pagans, especially those that call themselves witch. What you talking about, witch? We try <laughs> to affect change sometimes when we need to just... We need to just chill. Just chill. Just put it down in the journal. Let it sit. And you need to rest. just chill. I completely agree with that. And sure enough, it may be a couple of days, it may be a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, and here's the solution laid at your feet. I completely agree with that. Sometimes it is, and like I believe this one said, take a minute, take a breather. Mm-hmm. Do not jump right in, especially during this moon. Please don't jump right in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when when I journal or whenever I'm writing, I and I love pen to paper. And the reason I love pen to paper so much is because I view that ink as my blood. Mm-hmm. And so part mm-hmm. that's why I, I write my spells into my journal, into my mm-hmm. grimoire into my book of shadows because I fully believe that that is part of my soul mm-hmm. being transferred onto that beautiful piece of paper in that special pen ink that I use, right? So, Our listeners can't see, but I'm just like nodding. Yeah, like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. So that's that's how I envision writing. And so, yes, writing in your journal in the morning, you can totally put out that energy for the entire day that mm-hmm. you want to manifest for the day. Writing in your journal at night, you can totally put in that energy for what you might want to dream about. If you Mm, have a question mm -hmm. that you might want information on, you can ask Divine, hey, speak to me in my dreams tonight. Give me that message. Here's Mm -hmm. my question that I have or whatevs, you know. Or if you've just had a great day and want to fucking remember it the rest of your life, write it down. Oh, yeah. Trust, those memories do not stay put in there. <laughs> when... Sometimes words don't stay put in there. <laughs> no. And it's it's really weird with my morning pages. Like sometimes I'll have a day planned. And as I'm writing my morning pages, I recognize that my energy is not where it should be. Mm. And I either buck up and do what I need to do to raise my energy level. Do but, what you can do. Right. Or I I say to myself, hey, no, you're going to have to do some more self-care today. You're going to have to ice your knee more yeah. or, uh, you know, do an extra long yoga session. So that means this particular task is not going to get done today. And that's okay. And that's totally okay. It's totally okay. But I love how both of us work it out by writing it out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you are computer users. And there's nothing wrong with typing it out either. Nope. It's still getting your thoughts into something that can help you maybe figure out your thoughts later on. Help you remember something amazing that happened that day. So you can look back on it 10 years from now and be like, oh my God, I remember that. It's one of the reasons I love Facebook for that. I don't really like Facebook for too much, but that is the memories is Mm -hmm. one thing I love about it. So anyway, so just journal, witchy self-care, journal, get your thoughts out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I'm a huge proponent of journaling and the habit and going back to the computer. Sometimes I journal on the computer. Other times, like the last six plus weeks, I've mostly been doing longhand. It just depends on the energy that I need to to do that particular self-care. I've also noticed that, to be quite honest with you, we are so much on the go that I don't always have that pen and paper right by my side. Mm-hmm. And because I'm always on the go and I'm doing 50 things at one time, 
if I have a divine download or a thought in my head or a journal moment that I want to journal, my phone becomes like my best friend. Mm -hmm. I'll voice it into my phone or I'll type it into the little notes section on my phone or my computer or something like that. So, and one of the main reasons too is because if I wait to get paper and pen in hand, I'm not necessarily going to remember it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Literally, like two seconds later, it's there and like a fart, it's gone in the wind. Mm -hmm. You know? (laughs) Like a fart in a whirlwind. (laughs) What's going on with Old One's Wisdom today? Well, this week's Old One's Wisdom is a quote from Hippocrates. This one, this week's Old One's Wisdom is a quote from Hippocrates and has been popping up in my life repeatedly, so I thought I would share it during this portion of our podcast. If you don't know who Hippocrates is, here's the bullet point version. (laughs) He was a Greek physician and is considered one of the most outstanding figures in the history of medicine. It's where we get the Hippocratic Oath that medical doctors vow before practicing medicine. Anyhow, He said, let food be thy medicine. Thy medicine shall be thy food. Hmm. Damn. Hippocrates. And and there was a lot of gout going on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at the time that Hippocrates lived, Greece was probably one of the wealthiest nations on the planet. Now, it's funny because the Viking and I had this conversation not too long ago where we talked about wealthy nation versus a rich nation. (laughs) Big difference. Huge difference. The United States right now is a wealthy nation, but we are not rich because you can drive into any inner city and see so many of our fellow human beings living on the street. And I've already soapboxed this all around, but it's so, so true. And the fact that he keyed on that about food being your medicine and medicine being your food is so critical. Now, you can eat a healthy diet, you can exercise, and you can still get ill. Yes. But the chances of you getting ill are way, way lower than if you're not eating healthy, you're not taking care of your body, both physically and mentally and emotionally. Anyhow, I'm ranting now, so we have a spell of the week to do. Well, I I do completely agree with that quote. And even though I am a junk food junkie, I definitely believe in that quote. Because I I will tell you, I notice a difference. Mm -hmm. When I eat healthy, I have more energy. I feel better about myself. I want to get up and go. I want to take better care of myself. When I've drank too much or when I've eaten too many Flaming Hot Cheetos, which I love... (laughs) When I do, I fucking, they're, I love them so much. When I've eaten too many of them, my body's like, oh, go back to bed. Don't you want another bag of fattening goodness? Don't you? I think I tweeted not too long ago that some nights are just made for whiskey and Oreos. So now, I do agree with you, okay? But I eat this shit a lot. So we're not talking about like, hey, it's Sunday, I'm going to have a cheat day. No, bitch. No, no. No, I'm watching TV and I'm like, where's my Oreos? Where's my fudge? Where's my flaming hot Cheetos? Where? It's bad. It's bad. Mm. So I can, I love that quote. I, I need to start. I need to practice that. Thy medicine shall be thy food. Yes, it shall. Yes, it shall. <laughs> 
All right, what's our spell of the week there, darling? So, because we are at our, we're in our waxing phase, Mm -hmm. so we are still building, but we're building upon release, too, because this is our moon of endings. Right. So I wanted, and and because we are we are, we're building upon this release, it's an emotional moon. It can be co- kind of trying for mm-hmm. people sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do this spell to hopefully uh, bring a little bit of light into our vision of what's on the other side of that release. Mm-hmm. That release can be hard. It can be tough. It can be very hard to release these things to. Take the initiative to heal yourself any way, shape, or form. It can mm-hmm. be very hard to do that. So hopefully this little spell will help you envision the amazing positivity and possibilities on the other side. So, awesome. Here we go. Waxing moon. Moon of endings and release. Show me that which I should not keep. Allow me to see beyond the watery veil, the healing and growth that will avail. So it is. Thank you for spending this time with us. Go in peace, love, and light. The circle is open, but unbroken. Until we meet again, my darlings. Merry part and blessed be. You've been listening to the Country Dwellers Podcast. You can find us here each and every Saturday. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as on the web at countrydwellers.com. Thanks for listening. Blessed be.